Dink, 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 yeah, you let me do it. Dink squad. Dink squad, dink them. Dink for life. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Jane Julian Podcast. Dink, dink. Dink, dink, fam. Now, in front of a green screen. Yeah! It's so exciting! We are no longer in front of that boring soundboard, and uh, it's been a lot of hours, but at least now it looks dope, right? Yeah, and this is all thanks to our Twitch fam, and for those of you that watch and listen to the podcast that have supported us, you have now funded us the ability to have this awesome green screen, um, which we would have other not, otherwise not been able to do. And uh, it's not all the way done getting set up. We are still waiting. Still got a little work, but we're 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 almost there, guys. And, we have uh, so many possibilities now. Wow. We should just put a picture of pasta back there. That's a good idea. This podcast is brought brought to you by Bowl and Branch. Get your luxury bedding uh, for affordable prices. Go to bowlandbranch.com, Enter product code Jenna Julian, and you get fifty bucks off your first order. It's also brought to you by Blue Apron. Have Readily prepared ingredients for a delicious meal delivered right to your doorstep. Healthy, beautifully fresh, and uh, just to your liking style meals. I mean, they're really delicious. Go to blueapron.com slash Jenna Julian, and the first two meals uh, are on us. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Yeah. So, I mean, just for a second, let's just let's just take this in because... Well, some people might be listening and they can't see it. Just imagine in your mind how awesome it is. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's wild. The first time you know you see it, it's very interesting. It's so bright in here. Like it looks like we like when we tried it on the Twitch stream last night when we first set it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's daytime in here. It's the middle of the night. You'll have to excuse my voice. And if you can hear me sucking on some candy, by the way, because I, for some reason, lost my voice this week. But yeah, Jenna's dealing with a little bit of a, yeah. a cold. Um. It looks like it's daylight in here. Yeah, it's but pretty. It's not. It's pretty great. Well, what the green screen does behind us is we've we've always had the lighting in front of us, but the green screen behind us kind of like bounces the light back, so it's light coming from everywhere, um, which is really nice, and it provides a really happy looking environment, and we get to put whatever the fuck we want behind us. We tested out a couple. Um, dynamic backgrounds things that were moving i shot a couple back uh backgrounds you know in the backyard of like walls and, and it was a little distracting it made so me nauseous we'll, we'll work in different things but we're gonna start slow with backgrounds and hopefully you like this one this one seemed pretty appropriate it, yeah. you know it wasn't too loud and stuff but um yeah so you know we'll get creative you guys have good ideas we'll always listen to you guys yeah the top requested one was just a live stream of the dogs like sleeping how weird would that be, though, if they were, like, as big as us, though, behind us? Like, it's so huge. That'd pretty be pretty funny. Have you seen, like, uh, like it was, like, on a news blooper highlight reel on YouTube, like, one of those news bloopers? And you know how, like, a lot of news stations have behind them a projection of, like, a city? Yeah. But it's a green screen. Mm-hmm. It's really just, like, a live feed. Well, the live feed is a camera at the top of this building, and this pigeon landed right in front of the live feed. So behind them was this giant-ass pigeon. <laughs> Blocking the whole thing. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. We should just, like, you know those fox cams or, like, eagle cams? We should just set one of those up. Yeah. Do you know that there's a live stream? This is totally random. You know there's a live stream of Abbey Road? No. Yeah, on the internet somewhere. I found it. You can see people trying to recreate the, like, Beatles photograph. Oh, my God. All, like, 24-7. There's that a live feed of it. Yes. Yeah. I know there was... A, someone was periscoping recently, just, like, a puddle after it rained because people were, like, jumping through it. But then people realized it was on Periscope and were going to it so oh they could jump in it. Oh, my God. It was pretty cool. But also, 
there were some beta fish that had been playing a video game. I, I can't remember how. Do you remember seeing that? I don't think I remember. It was that. like every time they would swim in a certain way, it would like press A. And oh my like, god, that's brilliant! Yeah, I forget what the game was. You're gonna have to remind me because I feel <laughs> stupid for not remembering. It. I really like that. I think they had just completed something. I'll yeah. look it up right now. That's it's dope. worth it. It's worth it. I promise. That is dope. Um, yeah. So like right now, there's a background behind us on the Twitch stream. It's just like our heads cut out, and the game is behind us. So it's really trippy looking. It's awesome. But I'm honestly, I mean, I'm honestly pretty surprised with how well this has come out, considering I have no formal training in this stuff. Jen has no formal training in this stuff. And yet it like, it looks semi-professional. Yeah. So you two fish, it? two fish are playing Street Fighter 2. Oh my God. So ha- explain how this works. Okay. I'll read you a uh, part of the article that was written on The Verge. Oh, this was a couple of years ago, but there's more recently, but apparently it's a thing that exists. <laughs> Right this minute, Aquarius and Robert the Bruce, okay, two fish, are battling to the death in an epic game of Street Fighter II Turbo. The two fish live in a, in a fish tank wired up to a camera that tracks their movements and doles out the appropriate commands to the video game. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, this is the one I was remembering. Fish plays Pokemon, but more hardcore. So. That's really funny. But there was a thing, fish plays Pokemon. I want to look that one up. Yeah. It's a live stream. <laughs> live stream is proof that fish should not play Pokemon. <laughs> God, that is hilarious. Yeah. I love, like, the ingenuity of the human spirit goes towards things like that. That's what I I'm know. talking about. Well, I forget what it was that an eagle cam or, like, a fox. I know there was an eagle cam in. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was another fox trapped like a GoPro or something. Yeah, but it happened like a couple years ago or maybe three or four years ago. It was like all the rage. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking rad. And the website was like getting crashed by all the traffic. Mm -hmm. But it's still a cool idea. The novelty of watching animals live has not worn off for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, that stuff is crazy. There was a... A video uh, that kind of got big this week. It was of this super fuck. I forget the name of it. Super moto something. It was these motorcycle race in fucking somewhere not America, going two hundred miles an hour. And mm-hmm. someone put a GoPro on the front mm-hmm. of his, and it is nauseating. I mean, it's like it's That's one of the, the it's one of the craziest me. things to be like to even semi-assume the role of someone going that fast down those streets. Like, it got to the point where he was going so fast that even he was going in and out of shadows. That And the shadows would have made me, like, lose my mind because it's, like, flashing. It's It was the craziest thing. I'm sure a lot of you have already seen it, but, man, that is trippy. Like, GoPros are trippy. No. No. That's not the stream for me. Thank you. That's yeah. not the video for me. I watched you watching something like that, and it made me nauseous just yeah. looking at him. I feel like people's brains are different. Like my brain cannot process information that quickly. It can. Well, yeah. It can't. Yeah. Like if you I think mean, about I, if you think about baseball or softball, like I can hit a very fast pitch. Yeah. It takes you a long time to learn how to do that. So yeah. I imagine it takes people a very long time in order to learn how to drive very fast. I could. I, I can't because a pitch is a pitch. A, a, a different roadscape of tr- other drivers and trees, and uh, like it's just a different landscape every single time. My brain can't do that. Yeah, I feel like you need to be a very special person in order to drive a vehicle really fast. Yes, yes, 
I mean, I'm not that special person, but you definitely need, like, cause in this video, you're seeing them take turns and like not even slow down at some points because they're, they're in their mind. You got to think that they've completely blocked out the idea of falling. Like that can't even be close to the forefront of your, of your thought process, because if it is, you're going to fall. So they've, by this point, I mean, this is just me inferring, but this is, you know, in the race, they are not thinking about falling. They're thinking about the angles. They're thinking about their speed or, you know, the thrust of their acceleration, maybe drafting behind someone else in the race or someone else in the race hitting them. Like th- just things that are right in front of them. They're not even considering the idea that they could fall and kill themselves or Mm-mm. paralyze their whole body. And like that takes something that you are so amazingly focused on this one thing, on this not, one race, on the for me. fundamentals that you don't even think about falling. Like, I mean, that's crazy to me. Nope, not for me. That is crazy. So should we put that as the as the background? No. <laughs> the guy, that makes me going fucking nauseous. It's like it's like a it's like a fifteen minute video. It like doesn't end for fifteen minutes. No. <sighs> I would throw up. Yeah. I would throw up podcasting in front of the green screen that I thought. But it's not even playing. Go on. Oh, just thinking about it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, today we didn't really plan on talking about nauseating things on a green screen, although that's relevant. Uh, we did want to talk about something else that has been requested quite a bit. Uh, we wanted to talk about YouTube networks. It's been requested. Uh, it's we been were, requested. We were going to talk about conspiracy theories, but because this is our third time now talking about conspiracy theories, we need a little extra time for research at this point. Yeah. So we were going to do that today. But I think in maybe next week or the week after, we'll have some really killer, It'll be a better version. Killer, yeah, yeah, because we, we want to make sure that we have all the information that we can present in a coherent form and not just like, oh, here's the yeah. idea, and then you don't get to explain it. Yeah, like we want to make it worthwhile for you guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we do present part three to Conspiracy Theories, it will be dope. Yeah. I'll tweet that out, too, so yeah. people aren't like, what the fuck is this podcast? Yeah, because we asked for ideas for conspiracy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this week we wanted to talk about YouTube networks because, well, we're in the world of YouTube. Been uh, requested, a lot though, of you, too. It's a lot of you have requested it. After the Fine it. Brothers. Yes. A lot of you have requested it because of that. Uh, in general, though, I feel like a, a good amount of you are curious as to what YouTube networks do and why, why they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start off. I mean, I say we start off pretty pretty basic. Why don't you explain what a YouTube network is? Good. Why then? Because it's... Are we already already getting there? Oh, yeah. So YouTube network is basically a business or a corporation of people that uh, take YouTubers together, much like a television network. Uh, Like you would have a a show or something on on CBS or NBC. And they all fall under your umbrella. But instead of shows, they're YouTubers. Exactly. Or YouTube channels. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of like, oh, you know, we have Ron Thaycrest. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, you're a YouTuber and you're, you're still, what? What are you looking at? I'm, no, I'm oh, okay. just checking the plug behind you. But you're, you're theoretically under an umbrella that is like similar to a, a station on a television show. Mm-hmm. And uh, many of them provide management. Uh they provide brand deals or opportunities for you to make income outside of your Google AdSense and uh, oftentimes provide you with the ability to have legal backing or things like that if, if 
part of what you're doing as an independent YouTuber, you need some support, uh, they will be there to do that for you. And, um, yeah, that's the gist of it. And so there's a lot of YouTube networks out there. Um, just to be clear, they take a cut. So when you make, when you make a YouTube channel and you're making money off AdSense, you are able to get 100% of that money that you've earned, whether it's, you know, $500 or whether it's $10,000. You know what I mean? You get all of it. When you're with the network, that is different. So when you sign with the network, they now receive that AdSense and give you your cut. Right. Mm -hmm. So they get it first. Like they, they have, they now, as far as I'm concerned, they get to see the analytics on your YouTube. Mm -hmm. They take their cut Mm -hmm. and they give you yours, Yeah. which, you know, that kind of frightens me. Um, even if I agreed to like, say I signed with the network and I agreed to like a 70, 30 split where I was getting 70% of the AdSense, which I think is stupid. And they were getting 30 and I got my check every month. I would still be like, is this really 70%? Like, I don't have the ability because you don't have the ability to, to like look anymore. They nope. they usurp that role. Um, so that's one thing. That's how they make their money. That's how they stay afloat, and that's how they grow. Um, which is very controversial uh, because a lot of times YouTube networks, uh, especially for YouTubers like myself and Jenna, are completely unnecessary. You know, we're able to accomplish anything we need to accomplish without the use of that sort of thing. And yet, um, I think the problem is a lot of YouTube networks market themselves as something that people need Mm -hmm. or something that younger creators need and don't know better than to say no to. Um, so uh, I don't know where I'm really going. I I, I think that YouTube networks, the only reason why, okay, let me reframe this. The reason why we wanted to make this podcast is there are a lot of people that make YouTube videos, um, you know, on whatever scale or level you started yesterday or you started five years ago or 10 years ago that just want to hear somebody else's opinion because we don't often talk a lot about that within the YouTube community, you know, especially before Ray William Johnson sort of outed Maker, which I think is still online if you wanted to Google that. He was one of the first YouTubers that really took a stand and was like, fuck you guys, you're doing me dirty because people just did not talk about it years ago. Uh, let me take this out. There you go. You stay there. <laughs> we just didn't talk about it. And that was still around the time when, although there are people now, people just think that you make no money by using the internet, which we all know is not true. But there are still many people that will come up to me and say, how do you make money? They just don't understand, even though you've been able to monetize on YouTube since, what, 2007? People just don't get it. So they don't they don't really understand why a network could exist or how they exist or how they could make money. It's just all very foreign to them. But the majority of people now understand that that's a thing. But even five years ago, a lot of people were in the dark. But we still have, for some reason, don't are in this culture of, like, we don't really talk about networks, which is neither here nor there. But I understand that a lot of people want to hear us talk about it because I do have thoughts or you have thoughts and opinions. Um, But it is coming from a a little bit of a place of like, "Eh, is this inside baseball for us to talk about this on a podcast, on a YouTube channel? Is it inside baseball to talk about networks? Because there's plenty of people that listen to this podcast as a source of entertainment and aren't, you know, concerned about fucking networks. I don't give a shit. But because it was requested, 
I am going to give you the information that I can give you or that I'm willing to give you. Um, and you can do that as well at your own discretion. Yeah. But in my flat out opinion, I think that it's very difficult for me to to justify why networks exist. And I have a good working relationship with many networks. And I think there's a lot of YouTubers that do. There's no reason to dislike these people. All the people that run them, for the most part, are wonderful people. Yeah. They're, most of them are not in it to, you know, fuck people over. They're like really great people. And I understand a hundred percent because I was in that position when I lived in Boston and I first started YouTube, you know, I felt alone, like totally on Lonely Island. There's no one in Boston that's doing this right now. I, you know, even my own boss at the time didn't understand what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And it was very confusing for people to see that as a an option for you to spend your time doing, even as a fucking hobby. It's, you know, laughable. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? And when I was approached, uh, you know, on the internet by a management company at the time who specialized in managing internet people, yeah. which was not the most popular thing. I think Maker, or some of the other ones were like the be- at the beginning stages of that Yes, in terms of not just being like an MCN, but also just like offering people management. I think like they, that's how they started. Yeah, a lot out, of them yeah. either started one way or the other. They started just managing people or just like collaborating numbers together to sell higher CPMs and mm-hmm. shit, whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck. So I was approached by a management company that just did management services, which then got absorbed and turned into Big Frame. Uh, but it was wonderful for me to feel like. Okay, I have someone that understands what's going on much better than I do. And I'm remote. I don't live in a place where, you know, people are working in this field. I feel very alone. And I also don't know where to go from here. Because at the time, I was doing all of that for myself. And I know a lot of people that start out on the Internet do this for years, which I did. You answer every email that comes through your email inbox. You get these very bizarre offers for, you know, bizarre things. You don't know where to go. You don't know which ones are serious, which ones should I Yeah, you don't know how to navigate at all. Yeah, you don't know uh, how much your time is worth in different areas. Like if someone's like, hey, I'll give you $10 to do this. And you're like, well, I don't see why not. Yeah, (laughs) you don't know. You have no gauge. It's very confusing. Um, And it's very overwhelming and scary because... You're just a, a person that doesn't know anything, just with their fucking head cut off, just thrown into the water. Like, all right, well, now I got to learn how to swim. Yeah. And it was very comforting. And because I was making almost zero dollars on YouTube uh, for them to be like, hey, our price is 10 percent of your Google AdSense and we'll manage you for free or for 10 percent. Sorry. And then the rest of that is yours. And I was like, OK, well, since I'm making a grand total of zero fucking dollars, 10 percent of zero is not a big deal. And I can understand that. I understand that mentality because there are so many people that start as a young person that feel lost and it's, you know, their parents can't help them. Their friends can't help them. They don't literally know no one in their town or their city that's doing what they're doing that even gets it. Or maybe you're in some different part of the world where you feel extra isolated or, you know, confused because this is, you know, happening a lot in America as opposed to some other countries. Very confusing. But networks and management companies have now 
decided that this is a really good strategy to get money from people, which is, you know, reach out to anyone that has X amount of subscribers, tell them that you'd be happy. Send them an email that says, dear Jenna Julian pod, we saw your channel and it's great. Like automated shit. Right. And to get them to, you know, sign over their numbers, their 10%, because if you're not making a lot of money, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, if my advice to anyone that's currently in that situation is, and I'll give you advice as I go along, you know, down the rabbit hole here. If you are in the position of the first level of like, I don't know what to do. Should I sign with a network that is 100% at your own discretion? I think that you should get to know the people that are contacting you. Talk to somebody on the phone. Don't deal with, you know, an email. Do not do business like that. That is not okay. You need to talk to a human being. And don't be afraid to ask like straight up questions, even if you're afraid of sounding dumb, just like be like speak English. Exactly. But if you don't speak English and this other person can't find a translator or like they just want to do business through electronically, then they don't they're not being serious. Think about it. What help are they going to give you? Yeah, If if you're a Japanese YouTuber and this person wants to approach you to sign you because they want to do business with you, they better provide the translator for you. This is not like a you need to bend over backwards so that you can be with a network that is backwards we are in a democratized platform you have more power as a creator than it has ever had before we've essentially cut out middlemen by doing everything ourselves so you have to know that you have the power to say yes or no to networks at your own discretion and i was lucky enough when i first started working with a management company that they were legitimate people you know i I did my best to do my due diligence and find out what they were about that they're legitimate, that they're going to bring me, you know, the money that they said that they were going to, which, you know, worked out well. And they are wonderful people. And I worked with them for a while. That was really a great time. And they brought me a lot of opportunities that I would not have had otherwise. But you do need to do that step before you take any step. Because what I get nervous about is the, and it's well known at this point, the, um, I don't want to name particular names because fucking fuck it. But they will send you an email, a mass email that says, please sign up for our network. And people are, they think that this is novel to them. Like, oh my God, this, they're inviting me. I fucking, yeah, good. I'm with a network. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, that that status, it's a status thing too. It's frustrating. It's like, uh, you know, I've met a fair amount of younger YouTubers at certain events and we're in conversation and they'll ask, so what network are you with? And I'll tell them I'm not with a network and it blows their mind. It's like, why, how, like, when did you get the option to just say no or not be with a network? It's just so foreign because the right. status is if you're a YouTuber and you take yourself seriously, you are with a network. Right. And this doesn't mean anything against those plenty of successful YouTubers out there who are with networks right. because a lot of Which them, it, it makes sense for them. And we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. But, um, I just think, I think, you know, they prey on a lot of situations yes, to make money. This, this and, is the biggest downside to a network is that in my opinion, straight up, flat out, if you are a new YouTuber, although this is always at your discretion and what you need personally, but the only real reason you should be signing with a network is if you need production support, like Epic Rap Battles of History. Like, I have this great idea. I just physically cannot make it happen. And here's my writing. Like, I've proved myself. You know, I I, want to do this. You might need to work your way up for a while. But if you really need production support, you could sign with a network and have 
have them, you know, give you the money and the things to make your project come to life. That's a very hard thing to do to get to that point, to have someone give you money to make your production happen. Your other option is to do it yourself and, you know, work up and save up until you get to a point where you can do that for yourself, which is hard. But there is no reason why, especially now with things that exist, uh, you know, although they're all kind of still new, but like a, a niche or like the Shay's Blue Book. What's it called? Social Blue Book. Social Blue yeah. Book. But there's technologies coming into place that essentially eliminate Bypass. the need yeah. for yeah. a network so that you are no longer like required to give 10% of your income to a middleman because what's happening to people is that they sign with a network under the impression that they're going to be brought brand deals or things that might, you know, make them extra income. And the network just doesn't bring it to them because the fact of the matter is you are one YouTube channel amongst thousands or hundreds of thousands. And there is not the manpower or time to bring you the things that they said that they would. So they're essentially taking 10% of your money, even if that's $30. Even if they don't do anything. Even if they do nothing. And if, if it's $30 a month now, and then you spend two years of your life growing your business and your brand and your company and whatever you want to do with your life, you know, somewhere down the line, it's going to turn into a significant amount of money that yeah. you've given them even as a lump sum or sometimes for nothing, it is sometimes for absolutely nothing. And if you have a hard conversation with yourself and you're like, all right, I've given 10% of my money to this company for X years or X time, or it's turned into this much money. Yeah. You know, what, what have you offered to me? And you need to treat it like a business relationship. Like I'm giving you 10% of my AdSense, no matter if you have five fucking subscribers, the 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 deal needs to be fair. If you're giving someone 10% of your money, you need to be getting what that's worth back, which is why some of the bigger YouTubers that are clearly giving a lot of money and it's not always 10%, which is what I've learned. I for the record, I'm not with a network. I have not been with a network for a very long time, and even when I was, it was relatively complicated because I'm in the school of thought that it doesn't need to exist. And I'm having a difficult time understanding what a network brings to the table for someone like me that for the majority of the time is in my house doing my own thing. We just got a green screen. Yeah. And I don't, you know, we put, we put um, sponsorships on the podcast, but you don't turn on my Jenna Marbles channel and watch an ad. So if I'm not there to, you know, you're going to bring me. Uh, brand deals and things like that. What exactly are are you offering me in return for this sum of money every month? Which is why it's different for every YouTuber and exactly. YouTube channel. But I think the scope of the whole situation is changing a lot right now because of things like Social Blue Book, because people are starting to realize, well, hey, this site that's getting a lot of attention, it's backed by people like Shay Carl. It's basically giving you as a More creator, power. as a channel, the power and the tool, the tools, like the information to find out your worth and to find right. out how to navigate the waters in a system where right. somehow networks have become the status quo. Exactly. So that if you are in the middle of a country that is not the United States or Canada or somewhere where, you know, some of these YouTubers are hubbed at. Yeah. Say you live in the middle of Sweden and you're just fucking confused. Yeah, you have no access. And you can't go knock yeah. on PewDiePie's door and just pick his brain. All yeah. you have is YouTube and no one's giving you a straight up answer. You could go to a, a thing like this and I think it's in beta still, is it? 
I'm not a little above. A social blue book. It I might be. Know. It might be in beta, but yeah. it's it's getting there. Like yeah. it's got tons of people signed up. Yeah, right now. but yeah. eventually you could go to something where it says it's it's black and white. It's it's yeah. math. It says if you have this many eyeballs on your content, or you know you can guarantee this many views per video, or you have this amount of subscribers, or yeah. whatever, we'll pay you this. But it's to math. Do that, this. It's exactly. But it's like it's like a you know it's like a periodic table of elements that you never learned. It's like the, this equation that you didn't know but right. that's why it's important to keep right. your eyes out for, for information like that so you can now have those tools that yeah. you can make those decisions and you're not honestly you know looking for other people because th- that is where the problem starts like you're you you were looking for information so people claim to have it and then they take advantage yeah and it's also like somewhat secret information right like people think that youtubers make this outrageous sum yeah. of money for doing absolutely nothing because they can tell you uh you know you can't make this or whatever these inflated giant numbers if you are doing a lot of things i don't n- nobody is making you know millions and millions and millions of dollars a year on Google AdSense. And even if you were, you still need to pay taxes. And most people have corporations and then pay themselves a paycheck. And if you're a channel making that much money, you have 50 employees putting time into that channel, 100, 200 employees. It's not like someone sitting in their room is making that money off AdSense. Even PewDiePie, where, where it's like, oh, PewDiePie makes fifty million. Well, he addressed it. He made a whole. You saw that video, right? <laughs> and and even if he did, good for fucking him. But you also have to remember that this is how the internet culture is. They want th- those people that wrote that article did a mathematical equation where they figured out the maximum possible income that someone could make from doing this. Let's write that as the title, and let's get everybody to fucking click on it, whether it makes them happy, sad, hopeful inspired furious that it's clickbait you know what i mean and for most of us that and phil defranco has talked about it a lot you you start a corporation and then you pay yourself a paycheck like anybody else any of these kids running around with giant fancy fucking cars and doing crazy shit with their money it's your life it's your money do what you want but the people that are in it to make a career that aren't you know doing their own fucking thing they are the ones that aren't over here being like guys look how much fucking money i have that's not what it's about it's about being smart with your money and having a corporation which is why it's very difficult for someone in that mindset to be like this makes sense for me to give away 10 percent of my income when you can create it for yourself yeah which is why we have rome yes rome is essentially my network yes she does everything from a to b and we pay her what makes sense. And the rest goes into the company. And it's not my money. It's not your money. It's the company's money. Just like if we are on Twitch and we're doing stuff, it goes back into the business. We got some green yeah. screen shit. Yeah. It's not so that you can go be a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just important to keep in mind that uh, you, you like, it's, you know, it's nice to anticipate and expect the good in people and things like that. Uh, but some of these networks will have no problem fucking you over and then sleeping at night. And really sleeping at night, probably not getting a great night's sleep because they're probably not on Bowling Branch sheets. But you oh! could be, you could be on Bowling Branch sheets if you go to BowlingBranch.com right now and check out their selection. They have amazing, amazing, super comfortable, high quality bedding. Uh, it's a husband and wife run company on a great mission. They do great work. They donate a lot of their um, profit to charity. They're not some sort of big box retailer, and they deliver it right to your door, which is just really, really great. Um, Bowl and Branch, they, they just recently delivered us scarves. 
Oh, so soft. And it couldn't have been more properly timed. Because we, we went to Edmonton. We went to Edmonton and I had a scarf uh, and it was so nice to have because uh, it was fucking cold. But literally everything that they make, the thread uh, that they produce is just another level. Mm-hmm. And it feels really expensive, but it's not for bedding and for things like that. You know, it's affordable, which is great. Go to bullandbranch.com right now to check out their selection of awesome bedding and things like scarves and everything comfortable. And you can enter Jenna Julian at checkout for 50 bucks off your first order. And then, you know, when you get home and right before you're ready for bed, you want to cook a nice meal, but you don't want to go out shopping, go to blueapron.com and (laughs) check out their service. It's really great, guys. You can select your preferences of what you like to eat, what you can eat, your dietary needs, things like that. And then you get shipped a, a beautiful package right to your front door with cold packs in it so it stays fresh of properly prepared and measured out ingredients for you to literally just follow the recipe and cook the meal for yourself. We can attest, uh, they're absolutely delicious. And you're, you're kind of like wondering yeah, the whole time, really good. how did this arrive in the mail and still taste so fresh? Uh, but Blue Apron does great work and they take out all of the, the kind of the annoying part of cooking for yourself. They, they give, give you the exact amount, like already measured out. You don't even need your measuring cups, anything like that. You sure. just open the box and you tornado all over the kitchen until you have a beautiful, Julian delicious tornado. meal. So go to blueapron.com right now. Blueapron.com slash Jenna Julian, and you get your first two meals on us. We will pay for your first two meals. True. Test it out, see what you think. Thanks to and our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, but sorry, sorry for going on my anger. No, no, no. That's I feel like that's kind of why we needed to talk about it. I know because it, it's just it. It's a it's a topic that makes me angry because I understand it. It boils a lot down to just what you what you want. What you want for your life, what you want for, you know, your business or your career, whatever you want to see it as, just what you want. Because there are many upsides to signing with a network. This this is something you no longer have to worry about. These people can sign a contract with a, a network that deal with everything coming in. They deal with their their bookings of things, their their money, their numbers. Like you you don't worry about stuff. But um you could also go another way, which I have chosen to go, where you create your own business and, you know, you, you do things your way. Which it's important to know for smaller creators out there, if you're if any of you are YouTubers with channels that you're building and you're watching this, it's important to understand that while networks can be bad, but they can also be good, they can. They are not the only option if you need help. Right. So if you're if you don't feel like taking everything on your own, it's not either networks or, or fuck. You know, it's like there are other options. Like Jenna said, you know, Rome. You can find people who are educated on the space of the internet, who know at least a little bit, who aren't just like your Hollywood actor agents, like people who kind of get the internet and you can work with them. You know, I know a lot of YouTubers who have that relationship, which is amazingly beneficial because what you're doing is, you know, if you like brand deals you give them a cut of each brand deal, you know, and that's how you guys have a relationship. They want to get you good deals so they can make a cut. It's not like, oh, you're signed to the network. We're getting our paycheck every month, no matter what now, right. you know, we'll wait for you to ask for us for help. It's, it's, right. it's important to, to believe that you can create relationships right. that help you that aren't just kind of cookie cutter network things. And I'm a big believer because I feel like within the internet space, there are a lot of people that are getting ripped off and it's not all about money, but it, you don't want to be put in a position where people are taking advantage of you. And this is also why I went off on a fucking tangent about fucking money and, you know, people doing bad things with it or just fucking with it not being smart like it's not that 
it's bad, whatever. I, I, oh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, just take your time. There's, there's just a lot of people in the world that are out to rip you off. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair because you're being held to uh, a standard that does not belong in this space. For example, I've heard that networks can take anywhere up to 30 to 40% of your channel's income um, and that they can lock you into two and three year contracts, which should never be the case. And even 10%, I have a hard time justifying because if you want my honest opinion, my honest advice is that there's not a single person, unless they are with you, you know, working with you unless if you're like smosh or we're jenna julian podcast there's not someone that should be taking a percentage of anything unless it's something that they are bringing to you so for example i work with caa caa gets paid when they bring me something yeah they get a cut of that which more than fair this is an opportunity that wouldn't have existed can you give an example just for their sake of what nature of something means that they bring to you you don't have to give any like specific names but like what what is something that caa would bring to you like just like a cookie cutter response like what type of thing is it just like an opportunity is this like anything right like Anything that's not a YouTube video that you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally from start to finish, no one has anything to do with my YouTube channel except for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would be anything outside of just YouTube. anything outside of YouTube. Right. Okay, just so you will know what that means when she says right. bring something to me. Right. Uh, I I don't do any negotiations for anything on my YouTube channel because nothing goes on my YouTube channel except for dumb videos. Yes. And then the rest of my life, you know, is an open book in terms of what I, I'm open to anything. I'm I'll do whatever. But um, what was I going to say? There's, CAA. Yeah. No. 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 There's there's people that want to rip you off. Like they first of all they take too much. They're taking a percentage of things that they are not contributing to. So we talk about I have Rome who does everything. There's no reason why if you were out in the world looking for your Rome, looking for your manager, you should not be then paying that person a percentage of your AdSense earning. They should be getting, you know, maybe a flat salary and then maybe also a commission-based percentage off of things that they are bringing to you. Because I do know people in the YouTube space that decide that they don't want to be with a network. All right, I'm going to go find a manager. And then they're being held to an old Hollywood standard, like a network standard, where it's like, all right, we get 10% of every penny that you make. But that's, you understand why that's wrong. Like there, there's no reason why a network should be getting you, small YouTuber, 10% of every penny that you make in your AdSense because you can make that money without them. There's no need for that. You understand what yeah, I'm and, trying to and, get at? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the reason that now some networks can thrive on that dishonesty is that nobody's held accountable. Right. Like nobody's going at networks and saying, hey, what are you doing? Like, give me a reason why we're paying you. No one's doing that. Everyone's like, oh, I need to be with the network. All right, I'm with the network. All right, it's okay that I'm losing this money because yeah. I'm with the network. Like, no one's no one's exposing, no one's paying any attention to or to holding anyone responsible responsible at these networks for not doing anything and, right. and taking money from people who aren't even really getting anything right. out of it. And in my opinion, no one should be having you sign a contract to work with them for more than a year ever. 
that, I mean, I'm sure there's some wiggle room depending on your situation, but if you're a YouTuber looking to sign with a network, that needs to, first of all, make sure that you have a lawyer. I can't stress that enough. A lawyer needs to look over things for you, period. Just don't sign things just because someone told you to. That's a nightmare. A lawyer needs to look over, especially a network contract, because a lot of them are signing kids, 15-year-olds. Their parents are signing them into three-year contracts, which is an absolute eternity on the internet. So what does that mean for them? not going to get out Like of if it. you're a 15-year-old creator, you made a viral video, now you're popular on Vine, YouTube, whatever, and you signed a three-year contract without knowing it, what does that mean? That essentially means that your deal with them is effective for the next three years. And good luck, God help you, if you ever want to get out of it. So what's and required of them? They have to create things for three years? Well, you'd have to read your specific contract, yeah. but it, it basically says that, you know, no matter what you do, no matter what happens, probably even if you die, you owe X network X amount of your earnings, period. And I just don't think that people are really thinking about that or understanding that. They just see it as like, all right, I need support. Um, okay, this means that now I'm more legitimate because I've signed with a network and you do have another option, which is go out, find somebody to work with you and do it by yourself. Because yeah. the harder road, obviously, is figuring out how to do things yourself. People don't want to fucking do that. But I do understand signing with a network. Just make sure that you're smart about it and that you're protecting yourself because there are people that are designed to fuck you over yeah. like the email please don't ever sign up with a network through email yeah right that's i mean because like and the, if you if you ever decide to work with somebody outside of youtube that's not a network please don't ever give someone a percentage of your earnings take that money and invest it back into your business and your company and in whatever you're doing i just it, it infuriates me when i talk to these people i've been propositioned by a lawyer to give him a percentage of my income a, a business manager like there's been so many people that or merch companies want a yeah. percentage of your income you know regardless of what you're doing there's just so many people that w will come to you and be like no this this is this is how it is because they assume that you're young and you're stupid and you don't know any better and that you should just sign this contract that says that you're giving them x amount of money or x percentage of your money which is insane and there is a lot of money to be made on the internet and they know that that's that's all i gotta say i there's just no reason why someone should be making a percentage of your money nobody fucking says that for some reason, it's just a status quo to give people fucking percentages. That's an old Hollywood standard. That is not how new media should work. I think so, you're absolutely right. I'm fucking pissed off. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I I know little to nothing about having, you know, experiences with this stuff. I've, I'm looking at it from the outside. But I, I feel like I, I have grasped a fair amount of the dynamic that exists. And I, I guess, like, the only thing that I can stress I have nowhere near the experience or knowledge that you have. But the only thing that I can express is that a lot of times, especially when you're younger and you and you have power, whether it's with the content you create or the audience that you carry, people will throw big words around. And it's just so important to speak English because, you know, a lot of times you're intimidated to just kind of ask a straight up question like, yeah. okay, so all this con like all what you just said what does this mean every single month what am i giving you what are you giving like sometimes it really just takes no simplifying plan. exactly there's and so no business plan because you don't know any better when you're a young person just starting out you just need some help 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's flawed and it's scary that networks can prey on people who are kind of ill-equipped to deal with that. But, you know, that's what I'm saying is like sometimes as much as it feels like you're, it's impossible to do, just, just dumb everything down to make them give you the straight up facts. And have it in writing though. Have a lawyer look over. Of course. Yeah. You got to cover your bases. Especially a network contract or even if you're working with friends, family, someone independently, have a contract drafted up, sign it, have a lawyer look it over. Just make sure that you're protected regardless of anything that can happen in the future. Just make sure that, you know, everything stays intact for you because it's just it can it can get really messy yeah and unfortunately i started with the best of intentions i think anybody starts with the best of intentions you don't necessarily set out to do anything but just have fun and laugh and and that was the case for me and i went into everything with really great rose-colored glasses on and you just sort of figure out that not everyone thinks that way, no. but there are a lot of people out there that just want to take your money and like fuck you over, which is disheartening. No. And you don't even if you've had a bad experience, you you can do plenty of other things to make sure that you have a happy you know career the best that you can after that experience. You don't have to be jaded by anything just from that. No. So. To anyone in the YouTube community that, you know, maybe you're having a difficult time. I, I It's very difficult for me to remember a time when I've, I've talked to someone and they'll be like, hey, are you with a network? And I'm like, no. Uh, are you with the network? And they'll go, yeah, I'm with blah, blah, blah. Fucking sucks. I'm in this contract for like three years. They're taking X percent. Like it's very, I'm hard pressed to remember a time having a conversation with someone when they were just like totally in love with being with the network. It's funny to think about because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's I mean, never, ever happened. I mean, I can't. Remember I think a it's time possible. Maybe they, maybe they don't bring it up in conversation because they're so over the moon happy. Maybe they only bring it up in conversation because they're going through a bumpy time and they want some advice. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, just know that you have options, and just know if you're in a contract, make sure you read the fuck out of that contract because a lot of them have the you need to give thirty to sixty days legal written notice in order to be released from that contract or else it automatically renews sometimes for double the amount of time um just really sketchy stuff so i i hate to burst the bubble for people that watch this podcast that just you know don't want to fucking listen to any yeah, of this. Sorry if we bored you if you're not involved directly. I just feel like this is an important uh, conversation it, to have. Yeah, I hope it really does help somebody out there yeah. feel like they might be a little more well equipped to deal with the very frustrating, scary waters of navigating your own career or life. And it is scary. Yeah. It's, it's scary. You know, it's it's a big deal. So don't ever feel like like you're wrong for feeling nervous about things or feeling weird about even if even if you're like you're like everyone else or with the network it's okay to be like wait a minute I'm gonna question this right now mm-hmm. because it doesn't my my gut's disagreeing with it a lot of the times that's the hardest part is convincing yourself to just like believe your own gut when everything else is telling you the other the right. other you know the other way so and, well the the people that watch youtube videos are smart though too like they they know for a fact when things are sketchy when they're being like 
spoon fed some bullshit that they don't need to see. Yeah. Like I know that some networks have clauses in them that are like, you need to collaborate with other members of our network in order to cross promote them. Uh, you need to do all this is don't take this as like, these are just like horror stories. They're like things yes. that exist. Yeah. <laughs> but it does definitely exist where they can write anything that they want into that contract. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, go through my brain thinking of people would be like, well, why is it a big deal to sign this contract if you're with somebody? Is it just about the 10%? It's not about the money. It's about them being able to control you um, in ways that you then can't work with other people, not like other YouTubers. You you literally cannot go just like create something that you wanted to. It's not like you go then release an album or, you know, it's all contingent on your particular contract with a network, but they're very complicated in that uh, a lot of it is exclusive. So you can't just go do a project that you wanted on the side or do anything other than your YouTube channel. You can, if you wrote a book or you wrote a, a pilot TV show, you cannot, you can't just go pitch it to somebody without your network. So the implications of signing it is not just about handing someone 10% of your income. It's about really handing over your entire life and livelihood to a company, to a corporation the freedom. that yes, that might not have your best interests at yeah. heart. And this, although it's not 100% related, but, you know, Twitter was freaking out today in particular about Kesha being with Dr. Luke in within Sony. And she had her court hearing today, which got denied for her to be free from Sony's contract, even though Dr. Luke sexually assaulted her. So she claims. But that that's the type of agreement that you sign when you sign with a network. Like that they last even, through shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Even if you say, well, this person fucking raped me. Yeah. You can't legally get out of this contract. So that's like what I'm saying is not, you know, uh, it's about your 10 percent or it's about your 20 percent or your whatever. It's literally your freedom as a human being is being compromised and if you do sign with a network, take it more seriously. Take it as like a, a marriage or a relationship. You are being legally bound as one entity with another person or company or thing for X amount of time. For a lot of people, it's a huge chunk of time. And in my opinion, to sign something longer than a year is an eternity on even one year is an eternity on the Internet. For these people to be signing two, three, five-year contracts, yeah. you, there's just no way of knowing where the internet's going to be at in five years. Well, maybe you've talked about that on here before, how, or, yeah. how the internet works in time. So, Or where you personally are going to be at in five years. Yeah. No. And I think that it's become such a, a status thing within YouTube to say, I'm with this network, so, you know, fuck with me. It's a big part of it. But if you are a smaller YouTuber and you're being approached by a network, a legitimate network that you know is not just, you know, fucking emailing And you have you. needs to be fulfilled and, professionally. Yeah, and you, know? you have talked to somebody and you think, like, it's, it's a good fit for you. Yeah. Make sure you negotiate with them. You know, don't let them take money from you that you don't think is fair. No. Uh, make sure it's a, a smart amount of time. And if they tell you, well, this is what we have everybody sign, you know, that you're just another person. Like, sign this. That's not the network for you. Yeah. They need to be doing what's fair and what's right. And if they're not willing to do that, then keep going on your own because I promise you, you will be getting farther by yourself 
unless you want a shit ton of brand deals, in which case wait for one of these um, applications like a, a blue book, social blue book or a niche to become available to you to use and, you know, do the best that you can to field inquiries as they're sent to you independently because you'll be better off and you'll be happier and you don't owe anybody your soul and you don't have to, you know, go and try and get out of a contract that you can't legally get out of. Yep. I mean, hopefully there were a few of you that this this um, uh, helped or, you know, you benefited at all from hearing this. Uh, don't ever underestimate, you know, Jenna's word and when it comes to stuff like this because she's been through a, a lot of different times of the Internet and she's seen a lot of different changes and changing of the guard and just the way it works. And it's just it's important to value all the information given out. Um, it's just one of those it's just one of those things, you know, you really have to watch your own back in a world where people won't watch it for you if you don't watch it for yourself. But I mean, it, if there was something that you you were unclear about, you know, leave it in the comments. We'll do our best to, yeah. to see. And it, well, just to my last closing thought yeah. is that the, the people that you like on the internet uh, or that you wish you could ask for advice, like I have the freedom to tell you what I think about networks just as a whole and anybody has that but many people that if you ask them about their specific experience with x uh network you sign a non-disclosure agreement so if you're sort of like well why isn't anyone telling me which, oh, which legally can which networks suck which yeah. ne which networks are good yeah. which one should i sign with a lot of people legally cannot speak poorly That's a good point against certain networks so just know that uh, I would like to say, you know, probably 70 million other things as would anybody would love to scream at the top of their lungs, you know, maybe some of the wrong things that networks have done to them in the past, but they're not legally allowed to. And uh, it's not out of lack of caring for other people or looking out for other people. Uh, it's just because they can't. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know if I was supposed to say that, but fuck it all. You're allowed to say that. I mean, People need to know that 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 kind of thing is a thing. But yeah, yeah it's you know, it's it, 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 this is an easy, but it's a very difficult podcast to do because we want to say all this stuff, but we don't really want to say all this stuff. You know, yeah. Well, like, I, I will say for for my current time, like where I am at personally, I don't really know all the stuff that's going on with networks right now because yeah. I'm removed from it. Yeah. All I know is that if uh, a company, collective, full screen, anybody that comes to me with specific things, I'm more than happy to work with any of them. Mm. I just don't want to necessarily sign Be represented them. by them. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's always a possibility. And, you know, you don't need to burn any bridges or be angry at anybody or, you know, anything like that. Just keep your keep as many options for yourself open as you can. Um, and to each his own. And they're still all very nice people. A lot of the time, yes, very nice. They're just, you know, doing business how they have to do business in order to make money, which oftentimes is off of the backs of young kids that oh, it's don't just know fucking sad, man. It fucking hurts Anyway, my heart. thank you guys for hanging out with us for this podcast. <laughs> Sorry if it wasn't something that applied to you, but hopefully for those that it did apply to, you got something out of it. And uh, there's information here that you can use. Uh, like I said, leave comments, have a discussion. We'll try to get through the comments and, and respond to you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, thanks for bearing with us in a podcast that's yeah, and less I, than happy and hilarious. It's more of just like 
you know, we're, we're going to talk about some shit right now. If I said anything that you were confused about um, or out of just like pure scatterbrained yeah. because I have so many thoughts, I'm very passionate about this. Um, I will try my best if you have questions in the comments of this YouTube video to try and clear them up for you yeah. um, the best that I can. Yeah. For sure. Because we don't watch you sometimes guys. Sometimes I just black out because I'm so fucking yeah, uh, angry. Yeah, we're not trying to confuse you guys at all. Um, but uh, thank you for hanging out. Thanks to our sponsors. Go check out uh, blueapron.com right now slash Jenna Julian. Uh, that's blueapron.com slash Jenna Julian. You get your first two meals for free on us, right mm. delivered to your door. Uh, and you will, you if you try that, you will get a taste of the ingredients and the, and the quality of their stuff. Uh, it's It's hard to not. To not go back because it's really convenient and it's wonderful. So thank you, Blue Apron and Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com, enter product code Jenna Julian, and you get 50 bucks off your first order of bedding, scarves, whatever it is that you need comfort in. They have you covered luxury, luxury stuff for affordable prices and you get $50 off. So thanks to our sponsors. Uh, and thanks for uh, hanging out another week on the Jenna Julian podcast. Hopefully you Sorry for being sick. Enjoyed it. Jenna, unfortunately, wasn't 100%, but she came out like MJ. Oh, my God. That's your favorite when I cough and it turns into a sneeze. Did you just do that? Yeah. Yeah, she'll like cough, 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 and then sneeze. It's like really cute. Uh, but yeah, you were MJ coming out with a cold and dominating the fucking podcast. So I appreciate you coming out and uh, braving your unfortunate condition. You made that sound like way more important than what I just did. Do you know what I'm talking about? When MJ was sick and he had the fucking game of his life? That's what you did right now. You just laid down some knowledge. Mm -mm, no. Knowledge, girl. Mm -mm. Knowledge. <laughs> Watch somebody fucking sue me and this video get ripped down and then I also just disappear. Alright. That is enough of those bad thoughts. That is not going to happen. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. I love See you. you. Next week.